welcome to Thursday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com coming to you today. A couple quick notes. Number one, yesterday we tried a format using the rant only, not doing the headlines. We've already dumped that. And the reason is this. We had a lot of feedback yesterday from people who already have, shall we say, cut the antenna and rely on this feature for their morning headlines as they commute to work. And we follow it up, of course, with the rant. So we are back to the old format. We may try a few other things coming up in the next couple of weeks, but right now it's business as usual here in Northwest Georgia. In fact, business are our top stories today, right to the headlines. Uh, Nippon Light Metal Georgia is bringing 110 jobs and making a $50 million investment to a new plant in the Adairsville area. Lousy Sagway alert will go right into the unemployment rate in Bartow County. Next up, Unemployment rate, 2.9%, second consecutive month. That means 1,477 people are unemployed in Bartow County. Incredible numbers there. Uh, We have updates from all five Northwest Georgia counties this morning on the website when it comes to unemployment. All numbers are down again. Pretty impressive showing there as well. Georgia Health News reports the Democratic national debate last night was very light on health care issues. That wrapped up this morning from Andy Miller on the website. More business news. Today is the debut of Network and Nibble. It'll be at noon today at Rome City Brewing Company's Tap Room. That's up above 333 Broad Street. It's another networking event with a different stick to it. Stop by and give it a look. Also, Board of Realtors Christmas Luncheon now set for December 4th at Coosa Country Club. We also have education news today. Georgia Tech's junior and Rome High graduate Ramsey Cook has been profiled in Georgia Tech's Grand Challenges feature She also, in that interview, describes how she is a tree hugger. Joe Cook, we wonder where she got that from. Also today, Coosa High's Judson Wilson organizes a blood drive coming up this Saturday in Cave Spring. More health news. CDC honors the Diabetes Prevention Program at Floyd Medical Center for, quote, turning the tide in the fight against the epidemic of type 2 diabetes. More good news today. Good news especially for Restoration Rome Hope Village's parent company, if you want to call it that. Global Impact International, some high ratings there. Homeless Task Force meets this morning, 930 Rome Civic Center. The state, by the way, has another homeless meeting coming up there next month. We have those details for you as well. Ware Mechanical Weather Center forecast. Yeah, the rain's going to start just in time for Friday night's high school football playoffs and last past the end of the Barry College football playoff on Saturday. 1.3 inches of rain are due. Good news is, though, temperatures will be in the mid-60s. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. Carl Belleville, 101. He is a World War II veteran out of Cartersville. Mrs. Doris Fleming, Mrs. Mary Louise Griffin, Rufus Hester, Mrs. Christian Hudson, Mrs. Kathleen Moon, Mr. Thomas Whiteside. We have our dining reports today, public health restaurant inspection scores, and the Greater Community Bank. Uh, updates from our police reports, Crime Watch. We have updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties this morning. True at Chick-fil-A sports report this morning. John McClellan's payoff picks, playoff picks for this coming Friday night. They're all there for you. Also news that the Corky Kell Classic returns to Barron Stadium on August 21st. You'll be seeing uh, Cedartown playing Carrollton and Rome versus Rockmart. Nice local feel to that coming up. Also, college football notes. Uh, conference honors today for Shorter's Xavier Robinson. Also, Barry College, of course, has that playoff game with Huntington noon Saturday at Valhalla. Georgia Tech is on tonight. They play NC State 8 p.m. And then Saturday, Georgia Bulldogs home versus Texas A&M. Just a side note, the SEC Nation will be there, including Paul Feinbaum's show, on Friday afternoon. 
Atlanta Falcons are home Sunday versus at, uh, Tampa Bay. Will they make it three in a row? We certainly hope so. All right, let's go on to our rant of the day, and we're going to call this one, It's Time to Play, Who Wants to Be Rome's Next Mayor? Wednesday night, the Democrats, who hoped to challenge Donald Trump for the presidency, a year from now were on stage at Tyler Perry Studios. All eyes were on what's ahead, not only for the nation, but also Georgia's March primary, as also we get ready for the November 2020 general election. We agree with looking ahead, but we're not quite done with 2019 politics just yet, especially here in the city of Rome. Yes, the city commission commission election is certified and maybe certifiable, but there's still a dangling issue to resolve. Who gets elected mayor in the new commission's first meeting of 2020? Trust us, the politicking is already underway for that spot. The six incumbent commissioners and the three newcomers, Bonnie Askew, Jim Bojo, and Mark Cochran, we'll call them the ABC Coalition, will have considerable sway in making that decision. And here's why. There's still much angst among the commission following last January's mayor election. Jamie Doss was presumed to be a lock for another term as Rome's appointed mayor. It had been all but decided, but somehow when climbing the steps between the commission caucus in the Sam King room and to the commission chambers for the formal vote, one of the votes got flipped. So when it came time to make it official and a staged long pause later, Randy Quick flipped his vote for Bill Collins, giving the longtime commissioner the mantle as Rome's first black mayor. The stricken look not only on Doss's face, but also on those of his supporters, Craig McDaniel, Evie McNeese, and Bill Armstrong, was unforgettable. Right then, Quick became the second most despised person on the city commission. Next up was the pro tem race. Well, despite being despised, Quick got immediate payback for his support for Collins. He was nominated for the post. So was Wendy Davis. Surprisingly, some of her backers went with the Quick nomination, and there was your commission leadership, you can put in your own words there, for 2019. Those wounds from a year ago have not healed. And here we come to the next mail race. Evan McNeese did not stand for re-election. She's gone. Voters said thank you for your service, but no thanks to Milton Slack and Bill Armstrong. So you have Collins, Davis, Doss, McDaniel, Quick, and Sunday Stevensons as the incumbent block and our ABC coalition here of Askew, Bojo, and Cochran. They're the new faces on the board and will vote after being sworn in. So let's handicap that race a bit. Bill Collins has a great has had a great first year and has exceeded expectations, especially with the reprieve of the Somerville Park Hotel standoff. His colleagues on the commission had given up, not Collins. He's not considered a shoo-in for a new term, but it will be very politically uncomfortable to oust the city's first black mayor after one year, especially with such an impressive track record. Let's turn to Doss, who got the Ides of March treatment last January. We doubt he's forgiven quick, and he might be wary of any of those from that side of the street, shall we say, the quick supporters. That side would include Craig McDaniel, who's buoyed by his own vote in the four-person race for the three seats in the Ward 3 election. He controls quick, so there's two votes of the needed five. Where would the other three come from? Then there's Davis, but she's among the Collins' top allies. And as a standing member of the Democratic National Committee, we doubt she wants to be the one to have the mantle of replacing a community's first black mayor after just one year. Would Doss have the support to make a comeback bid? Does Stevenson want the gig, especially when it means running against her friend Bill Collins? We see it as a three-way race right now. 
Collins, Doss, and McDaniel. Again, the newcomers will decide it. You can bet their phones are melting already as the undisclosed candidates try to line up support. Note to those candidates, those steps between the caucus room and the commission chambers can be fatal. And then we get the consolation prize, the Mayor Pro Tem designation. It kind of reminds us of an episode from Star Trek The Next Generation where the captain always turns to a second-in-command and asks that all-important question, wouldn't you agree, number one? Go back and watch the video from the past year and see how many times Collins uses lines pretty much along those same lines when he refers to Quick. Yes, there's a job you want on your political resume, if handled as lightly as it has been here. Or would someone come into that spot, bring new life, new vigor to it, make the job meaningful, say someone like maybe Wendy Davis? So, now we're not quite done with politics. We have a lot to go yet here in Rome. We'll keep watching what happens here. Our vote is this. Keep that popcorn maker nearby, as that first meeting in January of the Rome City Commission should be a doozy. It's a John Drucker Miller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today and for your patience. We're a little bit late today. Uh, continuing updates all day today on HometownHeadlines.com. We open and close as we normally do with the wonderful stylings of Funky Druck by the funk master himself, Harry Musselwhite. Have a great day in Northwest Georgia.